also known as Asia Asia, and today we will be talking about a little bit of a touchy subject, um, grief and healing from grief. If you remembered last episode, I spoke a little bit about Rai's late boyfriend, Jernel, and we want to know a little bit more. Today, she is accompanied by Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Can Hi. you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Spencer. I'm 19. From the Valley. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, tell us who you are, how old you are, uh, what, I don't know if you feel comfortable telling us what you do, like, just tell us about yourself, like, we want to know who Spencer is. What you like to do for fun. Mm, I used to dance classical Mm. ballet for 13 years. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like pretty good. You're pretty good. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah. um, I go to Tuskegee University. (gasps) Oh my God. I used to talk to a girl from Tuskegee University. Okay. No bueno. Where's that located? Alabama. Alabama. It's an HBCU. Oh, yeah. I love HBCUs. How do you feel like going to HBCU? I feel good. Um, Yeah. I feel good because, like, growing up in the Valley, it's just white people. Right. Persians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It feels good. Yeah, for sure. Being close to your people. Like, Mm -hmm. people you can relate to on a deeper level. You feel me? Yeah. So, that for sure feels good. Anything else you want to tell us about yourself? Oh, that's it. All right, <laughs> you guys, that's Spencer. Okay. Um, For sure. I just want to open up, before we get into the topic of what we're talking about today, I just want to know how everyone here is doing today. Uh, I'll start with you. I'm doing okay. I'm a little nervous. You're a little nervous? Why are you nervous, Barbara? Um, I'm nervous because I I don't know. It's, yeah. it's sensitive and I have to share mm-hmm. my For feelings sure. with the world. For yeah. sure. It's For hard. sure. It is a sensitive topic, for sure. It's uh, nothing easy to go through, so I definitely mm-hmm. understand, for sure. Um, yeah, same. I feel okay, but I am nervous because I haven't really talked about it. Are you for real? Like, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. like you could count on your hand how many times you've yeah. spoken about it. Wow. wow. And so what? what is making you want to speak about it today, like... You're not just speaking about it to anybody. You're speaking about it. I don't want to make you nervous. I'm so sorry, but this is a big thing. So what makes you like feel okay enough to speak about it today? Um, Honestly, for her, because Aww. I like reached out to her first and like, you know, I just literally know like what it's like. Right. So, yeah. That, I appreciate that. Thank you. But yeah, she really, she reached out to me actually. And like, that really helped me at the time because I, I felt really like, Right. Like it was like a random thing. I felt alone. Like mm-hmm. and then yeah, like she reached out to me and it, it actually helped me. So that's thank amazing you for, that. for, for sure. sure. For yeah. sure. And that must have felt pretty heavy. Like knowing you have a story, knowing you've been through something and holding it in. So like how did that mm-hmm. feel? How is like the pressure of what you've been through holding that in? Like how has that made you feel over time? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Honestly, it just feels heavy. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, um, it just feels heavy. 
It's like that's lot, the best way I can explain it right now. And how'd you deal with that? A lot of different ways. I'm gonna be honest. Like initially, I went to drugs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, not like dr- <laughs> chill. No, I understand. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah drugs are crazy. Drugs are crazy. Not none Don't of that. do those. Not <laughs> the white <laughs> stuff, y'all. We promise. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, not like that. But like, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I at that time, like that was the only thing. Like, I just wanted to just be numb from it For because sure. I didn't know how else to do. For sure. Um, but eventually, I mean, also initially, I'm not gonna say I only did drugs, but like, I I knew to um, automatically go to God because I'm just I was raised like like that. So mm-hmm. that's what I did too, and that's honestly what helped the most was. Mm-hmm. My relationship with God, because if I didn't have him, honestly, I would probably be gone. No, for sure. I, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people, their coping mechanisms to go to something that will please them right. instantly, instantly, just so that they're not feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. In that but moment. over time, building relationship and right. going upon that, working on yourself, will, it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not a comfortable process at all, but in the long run, it does help. What about right. you? Um... Yeah, I would say it feels heavy too. Um, same, smoked a lot, <laughs> but um, honestly, I didn't really go to God because mm-hmm. I'm very upset with Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I get it. Still to this day, do you still feel that upsetness? Yeah, you do. So. I want to, I don't know if this is too much to ask too fast, but what stage do you feel like you're at in your grieving process? Um, I don't have like a specific stage because it's like, it's different. Yeah, like, it fluctuates. It grief, definitely grief, does. The process doesn't ever really, it it's gets better, but it, grief is not right. ending. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... All of them, but I haven't reached acceptance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm that's saying. definitely what I wanted to know. I feel like. And that's okay. Grief is right. def- it's definitely something that's linear. You know mm-hmm. I mean? You could be okay one day and then not okay the next, you know? Mm-hmm. You could be okay one whole year and then not be okay the 1st of January. So it's like, right. it's definitely linear and it's. It's a lot for sure. And I always tell Rye, like, you never want to forget that person. Like, mm-hmm. that grief makes them feel like they're still there with you. Like, I know at least that's what I felt. So, yeah. No, I also, I'm understand. sorry. No, but I good. understand which, how you feel when you say, like, you were angry at God. I feel like at first I was just more so, like, confused with him. And I didn't want to go. I, I'm, I didn't really, like, fully go to God right away. Like, I just, like, what helped me was, like, knowing, like, okay, like, I will see this person again eventually, you know, because, you know, that person, this person went to heaven. But, like, initially, I was still, like, questioning him, like, why why me? Why him? Why right. why right now? Like, you know, he still have a lot more life to live. So it was, that's what it was. Like, right. No, I completely, I, I completely understand how you feel or how you, I mean, I know exactly how you feel, but mm-hmm. similar situation. Like, I've been situation especially when you were talking about grief um how it pops up randomly because i remember losing my best friend going into my senior year of high school a week or the week before he passed away he was in a coma i was he was sitting at my house we were making beats he's talking about man i want to go to church blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. he ended up i ended up finding out he was in the hospital two weeks or two days after and then he passed away two weeks later and i was like okay 
was like, I'm good. Then I find myself randomly just getting bursts of emotions, crying, thinking back on like, why? Like, right. bro has so much more life to live. And also understanding that the time I did get with him was beautiful. And Definitely. we had like an amazing mm-hmm. friendship. So like, I appreciate it. But there, it definitely does come in waves. And it's something that you never truly get over, especially right. if you care about someone. It's not something that you'll get over it, mm-hmm. but, but you won't forget them and you'll learn to appreciate it. Like, that's what I've been finding in my own walk with grief and different things that I learned to appreciate what once was rather than, I don't know, rather than just what focusing on, yeah, what yeah. can't be. Because, yeah, so you, you can't. definitely can relate to you guys on like some ways, but there's also some ways that we don't relate to you guys. For mm-hmm. sure. I have never lost like a significant other. So that's something, that's pain that I've never felt. I don't know if you guys have, Felt grief from like losing a family member or like a friend, but what is the difference between that and then losing someone who is your significant other? If you don't mind me asking, um, I could say for me the difference was because they happened like right, like you know, like right after each other. The mm-hmm. the difference between losing my father was um, he was sick, so it's like a little part of me kind of like expected it, mm-hmm. like almost, you know. I'm sorry. A little, it, I, it's okay. Take your time for real. I kind of expected it. So, like, when it came to my my boyfriend, it was more so like a shock because it happened like out of nowhere, and I I thought he was gonna come back, you know. So it was like, what the heck? Yeah, it's more so like a shock. For sure. Sure. What about you, Spencer? Um, I would say. Uh, yeah, I lost my grandfather a couple months before, and he was sick too. So, like, it was a relief just so he could feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Joseph, when you're in a relationship with somebody, it's like y'all are a team. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, my teammate is gone. So now I'm not a team anymore. It's mm-hmm. just me. So I feel like that's like the big difference. Like it's also grieving yourself. Right. The person like who you were with them and like right. all that. But yeah, it's just also out of order. You you're know, right. it's like my mm-hmm. grandfather, you know? But, right. It, you're right. Yeah. It is out of order because these are two people. They are. They were so young. They, People you didn't expect to lose so fast. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, it feels out of order for sure. I yeah. totally understand. For sure. So I know a lot when I'm, sorry, I'm so sorry. But I know a lot when I'm around Rye, like, I still feel like I've never met Rye's boyfriend before. But I feel like he's supposed to be there. Like, do you ever have that feeling like Joseph is supposed to be here? Like, it doesn't feel like they're going at all. Definitely feels like he's gone, but yeah, I definitely feel like there's been at least once a day, like he's supposed to be here. I lost him my senior year of high school, so I went to prom by myself, Um, you know, all that. You went to prom? Yeah, I went. You went? What makes you want to go? Um... 
I felt like it was important just like for my family to see me go. Right. Uh, you know, they want pictures. And mm-hmm. Right, right. I guess. Now, how did that make you feel? Uh, it was like, it was whatever. I was obviously, I didn't really give yeah. about anything. So, yeah. but it was, was it cool. Nice? No, <laughs> it was boring. Like, yeah. it was boring. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like also, too, like, the difference is like, I feel like, Copy attest to this. Like when you're in a relationship, you plan out your whole life basically with this person. And you're with that yeah. person every day. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. with you're every, your grandparent every day. You're you're with, with, it's a different connection. It's, 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 it's a different a level of chose. intimacy. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a different connection. Yeah. So when it's like immediately just like cut off like so fast, it's mm-hmm. hard to like come to reality. Like this is real. What the heck? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really weird. For sure. No, um, definitely. I definitely agree because. Family members, you love your family members, but there's a different love when it comes to a significant other, a different level of intimacy. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. love someone, but when it's your significant other, you're in love. Mm -hmm. And that's someone who you chose to love. Like your family members and friends, they came into your life and like, it's cool. They're around you. And that's just organic. That's somebody that you chose to love and chose to do life with and Mm -hmm. built a connection as a team, your teammate, like you mentioned earlier and so yeah like i said it's just a complete different level so for sure completely understand it but with all that said i'd I'd like to find out or just really give you guys the time to talk about your stories and really um hear what both of your significant others meant to each one of you and also just your journey with grief so um i don't know which one of you want to start but whoever feels comfortable i'll start give me a sec Sure. We're going one at a time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so my boyfriend was Janelle Rhodes. He was a football player. He was an amazing person, the sweetest person ever. He just, he always put other people before himself, um, he passed away January 7th of 21. Um, so my process was, it was crazy. Um, I would say initially, I just was in denial. Like, I didn't believe it was real for a very long time. I still kind of don't believe it's real. It's hard for me to come to terms with it. Um. Um, yeah, it's really tough because, like I said, like, it's just hard to, like, get used to, like, this life now. And, like, it's, um, when you're used to being around somebody like that all the time, it's, like, it's, a like, a lonely feeling. It's, like, somebody, you know, it's, like, somebody's supposed sure. to be there and they're not. So, and just. And wasn't even just a boyfriend to you. How about you tell them about how you met Jernel? Yeah, from the beginning, just um, your relationship leading up. We met in high school. Um, he was initially like my best friend. We just we we didn't we weren't first. We weren't like best friends at first. We were friends, and then like out of nowhere, we just became really close. Um, he was like the person like I felt like even as a friend like I felt super safe with. And like yeah, like we, I could just like give him advice. He gave me advice. It was just super. We had a super close bond. Um, like. 
I don't know. I just love being around him. He was, he was just so funny and just like, it was just really, um, it was really cool. Great person. Great person. Um, but yeah, we were friends from ninth grade to, you know, college. And then once he got to college, um, what made me start liking him was like, um, I had came out to Arizona. I would visit him. And I had came out to Arizona to, we were going to Smirkchella. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, yeah. But we were going to Smirkchella and um, we were at Best Friends at that time. And like, I went, he got, came and got me from the airport and I went to go get my nails done. And he just, I was in that nail shop for like three hours. And I thought he was like, he was going to leave or something. And he just stayed in the parking lot the entire time I was getting my nails done. I was just like, like, wow, that's so sweet. Like, I, you would expect somebody to leave, you know, and mm-hmm. that just, that really always stuck with me because, like, it just showed, like, he would do stuff like that. He just, like, he showed love in, like, so many ways. Right. For sure. And Sarah? Um, I met Joseph my freshman year of high school in 2018. We had an ASL class together. Um... He was like mean. <laughs> I, I cannot lie. Um, but like I could tell it was just like a friend. Um, but yeah, we've literally been on and off since he left. Um, but yeah, he was really funny and really patient with me. Um, he liked Twitch. He would stream. <laughs> what games would you play? Do you what know? What type of games? 2K. Oh, 2K. <laughs> yeah, because he's a basketball player. He's on the high school basketball team. What school all do you that. Do Taft. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, You're not from out here? Hmm? You're not from out here? Hmm. Taft's in the valley. Yeah, Taft's in the oh, valley. Oh, <laughs> I forget. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you remember when you first started liking him? Um, he like DM'd me, like trying to talk to me, and I was still dating this guy from middle school. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I broke up with him for Joseph because Joseph that's what it was giving. Because it was Joseph, right. like, what? Right. like, come on out, <laughs> come on out. But um, yeah, we would just talk about. Anything, and I feel like, you know, freshman year of high school, boys are not really talking about nothing for real, right? right. But he was. Um, so uh, I lost him January eleventh, two thousand twenty-two, to suicide. And I talked to him maybe a couple minutes before. Um. And I went to his house and watched, like, his mom find out. His mom find him. The police coming. The police had to talk to me. Uh, and, yeah. That is deep. That is really deep. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry to I'm hear that. Thrilled. Yeah. yeah. That's something. That's heavy. 
May that I is ask really heavy. So how was that conver- that conversation right before and like how does that affect you now? Um uh, he FaceTimed me. Um I was in the shower because I got out of school early that day and I smelled like outside, so I needed to get in the shower. <laughs> um but I missed his call. So that's that messes with me, but um, he just texted me saying he loves me. And then I said, Joseph, pick up this phone. And he picked up the phone. <laughs> but he just apologized and told me that he knew I was going to be okay. Aww. And then hung up the phone. So sorry. I'm so sorry to hear this. Man, now I understand why when you came in, like that is something heavy to carry and you don't talk about it. No, that's definitely heavy. That's how I lost my best friend that I was talking about. Yeah. So I I don't know how you feel, but similarly, like I place a lot of the blame <laughs> on myself um during that time. Because uh, man. That's crazy. See, I was talking about emotions that I got. Like, I placed a lot of the blame on myself after um, losing him because he was one of the people who was always around making sure everybody else was good. And it's not that. No one was making sure he was good. It's just that you wouldn't have known. Like, he was the type of person to bring life into a room, always happy, always joking around, making sure everybody around him was good. He was an empath, so... He felt a lot of people's energy and was just always there for other people. Um, and at the same time, I knew I could see through it, but I wasn't around for him like that because he was an artist. So he wasn't in school. I was in school. So he was traveling or everywhere for music or whatever. Studio, session. I couldn't stay up late, but I knew he was going through stuff. And I saw it with his abuse and drugs and different things until what happened but I, i'm i'm so sorry to hear that because like i know exactly i don't know how you feel with who your loved one was and the process that you're going through but i know what it feels like to lose someone abruptly to something like that and how it can make you turn on yourself and all the different thoughts that you have from questions that you don't have answered when you go through something so abrupt and so sudden as suicide and mental health because mm-hmm. especially within our day and age that's like one of the leading killers in the black community among men mm-hmm. and um just among men in general it's something that's not really talked about and it does hurt because yeah there's so many so many questions mm-hmm. so um yeah i'm just sorry i'm, I'm so sorry to hear that because that definitely is deep and heavy and especially to hold um, yeah, that's a, to hold that in for so long and have that on your chest and have so many different emotions that you can't necessarily talk to people about, especially if it's your significant other. That's the person that you would go to right. to talk mm-hmm. about everything that you're going through or things that you're going, you want to do or just different things whenever you have a bad day or whatever than to lose that's that right. person and then have all those emotions. So I know... I know that was rough, but I also commend you for coming here and speaking as well. Right. Um, 
was a really brave thing to yeah. do, especially for someone who hasn't spoken about it. Also, I was uh, telling Ryan, like, healing isn't just uh, verbal. So I feel like it's something, that, the pain that you feel from stuff like that is in your body. It's not even in your words. You feel me? So um, you can get healing, like, with your body. Like, uh, I kind of like meditation. I'm spiritual, so, like, I meditate. I know sometimes speaking doesn't always help because I feel like, the more it's talked about, the more you're reminded of this thing. And in order to me, for me personally, to forget something, not forget something, but be okay with something, I have to talk about it until I feel okay with it. And who knows how long that will take, you know? So mm-hmm. definitely it's not just always verbal. For sure. And I just want to want to ask, how did, after dealing with something like that, what did your life look like well obviously your life is still continuing to progress and you have many things that you're going to accomplish in the future but like dealing with grief after that I know we talked about it before but now just knowing that and with the conversation opening up more how did you in the coming weeks or the passing weeks after that event how did you deal and um what were just some of the thoughts in your head you mentioned that you had resentment um for God and still do and so what does that look like and how did you cope and yeah, just explain. Um, well, you know, I was still in school, so I was going to school, but that was really hard. It's like I had no other choice because mm-hmm. it's like I'm on the campus where we met, where we ate lunch, yeah. where we walked, like, you know, so that definitely took a toll. But mm, I honestly don't know. I couldn't even, I don't even remember. Yeah, like, it's all did, a blur. How, like, how, I don't. Still how did blur? you even go through school? I know personally, mm-hmm. I could I could not have gone through school I stopped working. losing my significant I other. I could not have done it. Like You're so strong. Yeah. It was just like, you know, like a couple, a couple weeks before I lost them, I was already applying to colleges, mm-hmm. doing my essays, getting mm-hmm. my letters of rec. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like. To just not do anything mm-hmm. would have just ate me alive. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it was would've like, been a I was really just going through the motions yeah. though. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like I was there, but like For sure. I wasn't really there. Right. I got dropped off at school. I got picked up. I mm-hmm. went home, stayed in my room for the rest of the night. No, that makes sense. And then the same sense. thing. So yeah. it was like, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, better I, than me. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done a thing in That's a my school that I had to understand. So you're definitely in survival mode at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, so what you were saying to me, sounds like you were dissociating a lot mm-hmm. to so you can get through the day but not have to, you know, think Give too much about what you're it. getting through, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Rye, I know you didn't really touch much on how he passed away. I don't know if you're comfortable with letting us know. It's up to you, um, but if you don't mind, how did your boyfriend do not pass away? Um, he was shot by a friend while he was visiting Arizona. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, I know she told us about how she got the news. Uh, we want to know how was that news delivered to you? Um. Sorry. 
um, one of his friends called me. Um, no, actually, his brother called me at first and was at, telling me, like, that they were looking for him. So I automatically was in a panic. Like, like what do you mean? Like, he's lost? Like, what? Right. So, um, yeah, and then after, right, right after that call, I guess he couldn't tell me himself. So right after he got off the call, um, one of um, his friends called me and told me um, the news. And at first, I didn't believe him. I thought he was joking, and I was just like, "This is a stupid joke." So I, I was, I, I was angry. I hung up, and I immediately called his mom, and like, she was crying, and I just heard in her voice, "She's like, it's true, it's true." And I just, I just remember letting out this scream. Like, I was just so. It was just unbelievable. And, yeah. He just told me to come over, and I went over to the house, and I was around um, his family. And that helped me a lot because it helped me feel closer to him mm-hmm. in that process. So. So you're, yeah, you were around his family. Um, what did you do? I'm saying questions I already asked. What did you do, like, to cope with it? You already uh, explained to us, like, uh, you tapped into uh, other substances. But who were the people there for you? Like, kind of how you were telling us it was his family. Who else was there for you? Um, My family, friends. Um, A lot of people reached out to me. Random people reached out to me. And it was, that was really nice. Um, But I would say... um. A negative, another negative way I coped, like I didn't really eat much. Yeah. I lost a lot of weight. Um, and I, I isolated myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be around anyone. And even the people that were around, like kind of like forced their way around me. Mm-hmm. I was very like standoffish. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And I kind of feel bad for that. And I do like apologize to like anyone I, I ignored at that time. Because I know people you were just trying to check on me. That. Right. Like that, that's. Yeah, you need a space. You don't got to feel bad. Right. I know. I feel like a lot of people took it personally, though. And I just, at that mm-hmm. time, yeah, I couldn't right. respond to anyone yeah. or most people. So I know I also never got to ask you, what what stage do you feel like you're at in your healing process? Um, Like Spencer said, it, it fluctuates. Um, I feel like I'm one a different on every other day. Like, there will mm-hmm. be times where I, I feel like, I'm decent, and then, like, the next couple of days, I'm, like, super depressed. I don't want to leave my room. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to eat. I don't want to talk to anyone, and I'm just crying all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Has it has it gotten any better than from when it first happened? When it first happened, definitely. Yeah. I was, I was com- like, I was just stuck in depression. That was, it didn't change. Like, there was no, um, like, switch. So, yeah, it has changed. I'm able to do things more. I'm able to get out the house. I'm able to come mm-hmm. do things like this, like, Right. So well, that's of course how it's changed. changed. But I'm I'm glad it's getting better. What about you, Spencer? Has it changed or do you are you still kinda in that space still? Um yeah, I have my days where I'm in that space, but I don't really like to use the word better. Mm-hmm. But I can go out now. I can, you know You've progressed. Yeah. Right. yeah. Sure. Like I don't want to say go on, but like, but because I have to. Yeah, like, no, what it's, it's progression you know, and not like, perfection and feeling salute and resolute in who you are and what's going on. Mm-hmm. But progressing through that. For sure. Different stages of, well, yeah, grief. Grief has stages, so. 
That completely makes sense. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, especially within this topic, a lot of people, and I think parents and older people, look at our generation and don't really take mental health serious. Um, mm-hmm. They think, when, oh, you're a kid, like you don't have to worry about this, you don't have to worry about that. But there's still things that go on, especially losing friends. Mm-hmm. Um, go depress oh, them dishes. Yeah, stuff like that. Mean? Different. <laughs> that don't even make sense. But like different phrases like that and also just downplaying what we can go through because i know me being in church and being around different people my senior year of high school that was probably like one of the worst years of my life i lost four friends suicide and being shot i lost my auntie Wait, 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 wait. i'm sorry and then i lost my grandma you were shot no no not me oh. i was in a coma i almost died like my senior year of high school like that whole year start out the year Boom, two friends, gone. Then friend to suicide, then a friend later in the year. Then, oh, no, I started off the year, one of my friends from Florida committed suicide, jumped in front of a train, found out, woke up, saw it on ESPN because he was supposed to leave. Um, Jeez, that's him. Yeah. Did you yeah. hear that? Whoa. That's, that's him. That's crazy. He's the hi. train, that's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> what the that's heck? so wild. That's so dope. But... That situation, and we weren't super close, but he was cool. Like, seven on seven, I met him from, he was in Florida. I met him because we were playing football. So we traveled seven on seven, which is like passing league or whatever. If you don't know, you don't know. I'm not explaining that right now. <laughs> it's not important. But like, man, he was a cool dude down to earth. I still follow his mom on Instagram, talk every once in a while. Um, but lost him. Then lost my other friends. Lost my friend, who my best friend from when I was like six to Senior of high school, lost him. Then after that, when we were talking about coping, I tried to cope by just football, football, hard work, and I'm going to go out with friends and eat. But I have asthma, so I was eating bad. Got sick. I was in a coma for two weeks. Final day, when they decided to pull me off, take me off intubation just to see what happens, I flatlined. They had to reassess me. Had to learn how to rewalk. Had to learn how to walk again. Got out of the hospital, was told I'm not going to be able to play football that year. That's my senior year. Lose every opportunity to play football and go to the next level. Wow. Then my auntie, I find out she had terminal bone cancer. She was gone. I was like, dang. Then my finally get back on the football field. Play a whole football game. Nobody told my my grandma died. Like what? Went throughout the whole day. Just saw oh, my dad's in England visiting my grandma. Like Everything's cool. She's cool. No, she had dementia. Nobody told me it got worse, and then she passed away. Then I found out my aunt, I had a bad game, too, because something just felt off the whole day. Had a bad game. Auntie told me, or my, yeah, my one of my aunts was like, yeah, your grandma died. And da-da. While I was at a, going to get food after a game, and she told me I played bad. So, like, that was, that was like a whole nother <laughs> oh, level. Oh. But then people around me just expected me to just go and keep going, and I'm fine. And I Walked around like I was fine, but deep down I knew I was hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. But I say all that just to say, us as kids, we go through like so much, and our mental health is not taken serious right. because of our age. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just say that to say, like, how how are you doing mentally, and how does your mental health look like in this season of life? Just to check up on you. Well, what I can say to what you said, I feel like. Um, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but I feel like a lot of people, especially like older adults in like my life, 
in my family, they just expect me to like get over this. Like, you know, they want me to like move on or and it's it's not that easy. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. This is something like you you think like you would never move on from, so mm-hmm. that's that's one thing. Um, and so what you said like mentally, um, sometimes I feel like I'm not in control anymore. Or like I mean I know you're not supposed to be in control, but I just now I know like I'm not in control because I always was the type of person like plan 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 mm-hmm. plan everything. So now like I just kind of feel lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just like scrambled sometimes like in my head like I don't know. Like what's going on or what's gonna happen next? So I also feel anxious. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of different okay. feelings. Uh, before we get into Spencer's, that's another question that I had. Um, how have your emotions changed? So like, did you just start feeling anxious after everything happened, or were you always an anxious person? Like I want to know how your emotions have changed before the passing and how your emotions are now. Um, I was a little bit of an anxious person. It started developing in high school with a lot more like experiences mm-hmm. that were happening in high school, but this heightened it a lot. Mm-hmm. The part where it happens, like it could be a daily thing or like all day. So that's, yeah, right. that's mm-hmm. a difference. Also emotion wise, I also feel like I changed. I could be a lot more mean to people or just like numb because I, I'm so numb. Mm-hmm. I don't realize my emotions. So I can be rude and not understand. Like, oh, I'm being rude. Like, I just feel like no, I feel you. I'm normal. You know, mm-hmm. the emotions that you had to like uh, sense that you were being rude and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's become really your new normal anymore. because right. you were in survival mode. So that exactly. was your new normal. Right. Your new normal was survival. So, right. To feel just that coping numbness, to, stay. to feel that. Yeah. For sure. What about you, Spencer? Uh, what was the question you had last? Oh, uh, just how are, how are you doing mentally right now? We could you could talk about how you're, whatever you want to talk about. But how are you doing mentally? Um, mentally, I don't even know to be honest. Um, I never understood before the passing how people could be like, you know, sometimes you just wake up one day mm-hmm. and you're not having it, mm-hmm. and that's a real thing. For sure. And it's scary because, like, you feel you have no control over, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have no control over what's going on with myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. In my own head. Like, I don't know when I'm going to be sad. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I literally get, like, the only way I could describe it, like, my heart literally feels cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, for and sure. it's, like, it's, like, breaking. Yeah. But, like... I'll just be watching TV and it's just like right. like a reality. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um yeah. I know um a lot of the times that after something in your life happens, that first mer- morning waking up with it, did you guys go to sleep like when it first happened or like y'all couldn't sleep? It, it was hard for me to sleep. It was hard for me to sleep. It's still hard for me to sleep. I, I I have really bad insomnia, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't. I I mean, I'm sure I eventually cried myself to sleep, but it was really really hard. Right. What about you, Spencer? Yeah, me too. I still have trouble sleeping. Um, that night I didn't sleep at all. So I went to his house at like it's like two forty five in the afternoon. And I didn't go to sleep till the next day after his candle lighting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, because it's just like, I don't even know how to explain. Like, I wasn't even tired. Mm-hmm. Right. There's just so much like going on. Like, mm-hmm. you realize how relaxed you have to be to fall asleep for yeah. real. Like, right. You have to be and, comfortable, and that's not a comfortable situation. Yeah. Either, so I understand. For sure. No, for uh, sure. Like, we're getting, really like, makes sense. We gotta. We have to wrap it up. So I definitely have a last question I want to ask, and then I want you guys to do something else at the end of this. Before we wrap um, it up, I just realized something. I just realized I said the wrong day you passed. Away. Yes, I was trying to remind her. I feel like also I just want to say one more thing. Like you know, other people might be able to relate to this, but like when you lose people, like your memory and all that, it like it changes. Like I don't know if that yeah. happens to you too. Like your memory and like just like. Like, the years don't feel like years anymore. So, like, it feels like, I don't know, like, this stuff just, like, it's just, I don't know, it's all off. No, I completely right? understand you because so. 2019, I feel like that was just yesterday. Like, right. I feel like yeah. that that was something that just happened. Like, I don't know, it's kind of weird to explain, but I remember it It just happened. And even that day when I found out um, about Janelle, mm-hmm. like, because we weren't close mm-hmm. but football you know everybody how it is like everybody. football everyone knows right. everybody so mm-hmm. you're around and i even played with him on a a premium team with his coach i don't know if you know who coach chris is chris I do. Mm-hmm. yeah so like i was around him then so it was just weird and even how it came out on the internet like mm-hmm. it was that's so what weird. bothered me too yes. like everybody's posting all this random stuff oh yeah. this happened no it didn't mm-hmm. and it was just it was lame yeah was that, that people that gotta me. stop doing that they yeah. do speaking on stuff they, they don't know about Exactly. The same thing happened with Kobe, like yeah. when him and Gigi died or whatever. People blasting people fake information, then information before his family even found out. So I was just like, it's just so lame and so insensitive. It's like people, yeah. there are actually people that are really dealing with Going it. Like, y'all are just it, yeah. looking at it like it's TV or right. like some type of like publicity stunt. It's sure. real, some people's real lives and that mm-hmm. type of stuff you see, it hurts you. I remember seeing all type of posts and things like that or comments. They were very hurtful at that yeah. time. So that you have to watch what you happened do. To my friend People too. on the internet are so ignorant. Like I can't even deal. Like I just oh, don't yeah, pay no. attention. I don't. I don't respond to comments no. anymore. But with my friend, when he passed away, because he had a following, he had like hundred something thousand followers on Instagram. So he had like people and people were. Hey, can I get his unreleased music? Hey, do you have his jewelry? Wow. Do you have pictures of? Him? I'm like, bro, I just lost my friend, like my best mm-hmm. friend. Uh-uh. What are you talking about? Like I a day ago. Like, right. And I found out he died at camp, which was the worst part about that. Like, I was at a church camp praying for him when someone tapped me on the shoulder to tell me. Wow. So I was just like, that was a crazy thing. And I knew. I knew it happened. Because mm-hmm. the moment, all that, well, it's not my story. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I just knew. So, yeah, internet people, crazy. They're so ignorant. Also, and, like, <laughs> the thing about the internet is, like, it blows up and it dies down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you but it's like, this is not dying you, down. It die down. It's forever. It's like, you see, like, literally, like, Joseph's following went down. Mm-hmm. Y'all are following yeah. dead accounts now. Yeah. yeah. Like, com- nobody's like, commenting anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, all this. And it hurts. Like mm-hmm. It does hurt when you see certain people unfollow. Or certain, certain stuff, it's just like, wow, like, y'all really didn't care. Or certain things people do, it's just... yeah. No, it's just people want something to talk about for yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Right. People want something to talk about. They want something to. It's a game. I feel just like people. like one thing that I struggle with is like I felt like people were trying to take my grief from me. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
ex-girlfriends in the yeah. comments yes, like I know. what, yes, yes. what? Yes. ex-girlfriend reaching out to me all that yes. da, 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 just for her to be completely fine now mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm not i mean i won't say that because everybody does grieve differently and right. like you don't know for real mm-hmm. what's going on in somebody's head obviously but that hurts yeah, don't try it to It just play. seems like it's for, for show. Because I, I saw people like on Valentine's Day, somebody that used to talk to came to the, the cemetery and that hurt me. Yeah. It's just like, why are you here? It's just like, you're being delusional Yeah, like, right now. Yeah, no, you're I know, being I know, delusional. Especially, I don't know about it, but I know about your situation. So many people. Different things, people who message me, I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never seen you around. Like, yes, I've never. A lot of people, that's I knew about I'm you. Saying, I, knew about, I knew about you. Yeah. That's the one person I knew about from knowing Janelle. I knew about you. I ain't never saw none of y'all, and I know he mm-hmm. wasn't like that. So I was right. like, "Stop it! Like, just stop it." I guess um, we're gonna get into it. I said it was the last question, but it's the last two questions. Um, the first part of the question is, "Who helped you cope or relate?" So you know how you came to Rye mm-hmm. because you went through the similar situation. Who did you see go through the similar situation that helped you get through the situation? And same question for you, Rye. Um, his mom. There hasn't been a day that gone that goes by that like we're not talking twenty four seven all day every day. Um, my mom, my whole family. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because it's like you don't want to be weak for your family. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cry to your mom, even though like you just feel like crying to your mom. Right. Like it just hurts them to see you hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why like. Another reason why I just haven't really talked about it for real because it's like I'm the only one who's already like going through it for real. So, but yeah, his mom and it's different because it's like a a mother and son relationship and a girlfriend and boyfriend, but Mm -hmm. it's still like literally like we for sure found the body together, like you know. I want you to know that that's not weak. Like, you're not being weak. Being vulnerable is not weak. Mm-hmm. And that's also, vulnerability is where strength is built as right. well. So, like, For that's sure. one thing I had to realize, especially with guys toughen up. Oh, it's okay. Be a man, whatever. No, that's not. Even for girls. Like, that's right. not. Yeah. That's not a way to survive to and to be. If you're vulnerable, then it's not weak. Because you know how you said, like, you'll see it as weak. If you're brave enough to not really care that people see you as weak, then I feel like that makes you strong. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah, you don't always have to talk about it either, too. But if you want to cry to your mom, I feel like that's definitely something you can talk to her about. Oh, no. Hundo P. I definitely cry to my mom. And weak was the wrong word. It's just... No, I wasn't harping on you saying weak or anything. But it's, a it's common still, thing I'm still like very conscious of, mm-hmm. of my mom seeing me so because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that hurts them too. So yeah. like no, it gets you. ugly. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, I meant more so as in in your vulnerability, it brings oneness together because right. it takes a family and a village to raise a kid. It takes everybody who's mm-hmm. a support system to raise a kid. And even when you get older, you're an adult. Everybody's still around and everybody still needs each other. Mm-hmm. And in your vulnerability, it also helps others grow and support and what they need to do in order to support you because you're important. Like your mental health and what you go through and how you're going to progress and later on in life, it's important and you're important as a person. Mm-hmm. So for people, 
you don't have you do things on your own time and mm-hmm. you're vulnerable on your own time but it's important for people to be there for you. you don't have to hide it or tuck it away or be strong for yourself and suppress emotions because it's important that you have an outlet to vent so that you don't feel the way you feel forever you it's a process of grieving but when people aren't able to process they're not able to move on and not move on as in forget but they're not able to move on as in feel better for themselves mm-hmm. and around that spirit will just follow you and torment you so yeah for sure um what was the question again i'm sorry <laughs> who helped you cope slash relate oh okay like um spencer said also his mom and his family um just being around them every day that really really helped me because they were going through i mean if i feel like if i was around my family i wouldn't have like they would have like they would have helped me. They would have been there for me. But I feel like being there, it, it helped me feel closer because, I mean, I didn't get a chance to, like, see him or be around him for a long time. And it even took a long time for his body to get back to California. So I felt like distance kind of, like, because he was in Arizona when it happened. So just being around them, it really helped me. And, you know, being able to talk to them and um, love on them because I was also, you know, Wanted to be there for them mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, yeah no, right. They just lost him too, yeah. so that's what helped. That's good. And the last question before we end everything is, what advice would you give someone going through a similar situation that you're going through, starting your career? Um, some advice I would give is that you're not alone. People do care. I feel like. I could give advice for people that are around somebody like me. It's just, I would just say just be there because not even talking or asking them if they're Mm -hmm. okay or telling people, telling them that you're sorry because that doesn't really help. What helps is being just around while we're, you know, doing what we're doing, crying or just, if we just want to lay there, sometimes you just don't want to speak, but you just Mm want to like somebody just there with you. Right. So I would say that helps. Right. And Spencer? Um... I would say just, I know it's cliche, but just like really truly believing that everything you feel, you have the right to feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, you know, like she said, like people could say sorry, flowers, hugs, like it still doesn't bring them back. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't change anything. So it's like, you really just have to like get right with yourself. Like just make sure you're straight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people who love you for real yeah. will be there when you're ready to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Right. They, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm sure. saying? Like They'll you just, that just and respect true. it for real. Cause it's, there's no point trying to get better for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Get better. So. Exactly. Cause they're not going to have to deal with what I'm going through every day. I yeah. Am. So you may want me to be better because It'll be easier for you, but this is what's going to help me be better for me. I don't. Yeah, and you don't me. need those people around. <laughs> There's right. someone who needs you to be a certain way for them to be able right. to. Because people don't want to handle that. You, like, but why? You don't need to be around people like that. If Definitely. I can't be myself around you, and I need to conform myself to you, right? Like, but also, it's true. like it's very important that people understand that 
grieving changes you. Mm -hmm. Like I literally am not the same Spencer. Mm -hmm. So my friends are getting to re-know me. Like I'm getting to re-know myself. Like Mm -hmm. it's just so... For sure. That's and a I very good point. Right. That's a very I good point. We that talked about right that. Cause we did talk about it because mm-hmm. the Rye I knew before everything happened, I didn't see Rye in that time span mm-hmm. when it happened. So I definitely gave her space, but I was going through something personal as well that I needed my space too. So we gave mm-hmm. each other that. And so I knew her before and she was just such like a joyful, cheerful person, you know, like, and I'm not saying that she's joyful and cheerful now, but she can definitely tell like, She's more calm. She's definitely calmed down a lot more. Um, she she doesn't. I don't want to say this in a negative way, but it's what I'm seeing. She doesn't get like as excited about things as she used to. But also, we were younger, and she did go through this traumatic event. But definitely, I had to relearn her because yeah. she is not the ride that I knew in 2020. Or 2021 anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you initially told me that, it made me really sad. I was like, dang. But then I thought about it. And I'm like, well, it's true. I'm not the same anymore. Right. I have this missing piece. So I understood it. And it, it is true. It's just something I have to be self-aware about and recognize. Like, yeah, you are different. Like mm-hmm. you said, I have to learn this new self and other people have to learn me as well. Damn, right. that's completely okay. Because when you go through anything, not even just grief, but anything, it opens up different parts of you that you didn't really understand and now you're aware of different Mm -hmm. parts of yourself because grief opens you up to vulnerability and vulnerability opens you up to noticing different areas where you need help and also where you're hurting and where you want to grow and what you have to build upon so you aren't the same person because you're building on something that was lost and also building on parts that you didn't know about yourself right in order to progress so it makes a lot of sense um i definitely want you two to do the outro um, I don't know if you guys want to. I just want to take a second to thank both of you for being vulnerable and talking um, about something so deep and something that you guys have been going through and that has really changed both of your worlds. Uh, so I want to give snaps for both of you. I think for... maybe like five <laughs> years from now, we should come back and do it. Cause we might, you know, have different. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. I feel like it's very, still very new for both of us. Mm-hmm. It's hit the one year mark. Oh, yeah. for both of us. Yeah, it hit the one-year mark. So it's still very fresh. I feel mm-hmm. like we're still in that stage of denial. I would like to really like see our progress. Oh, yeah. definitely. That would right. be dope. Um, I would like you guys to like do an outro saying something to them as your loved ones. Like whether you want to say you miss them or something. I just want you guys to speak to them for a second. Because their energy is now in this video. And I definitely you can definitely feel the presence. Of the loved ones that were lost, even yours, Kayla, the train, you feel me? So I definitely want you guys to say something. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. A little bit tough. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. think, I don't think yeah. I'm ready no, for that. No, it's just completely it's fine. Do you have ideas, Spencer? Um, I just want him to know it's up the next time I see him. <laughs> Because this was crazy. Right. <laughs> this was too crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Okay, maybe I just I mean, I just want him to know that I love him. Um I really I'm I miss you. I just I just want you to know that like your family's gonna be okay. 
your mom's gonna be okay. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you, Spencer, for joining us. Thank cool. you, like Kyle. Thank you so much. Thank you for being vulnerable. We really appreciate it. And I know being so young, going through something so deep, the the advice and the opportunity you gave people to see the same point of view is amazing. And we really do appreciate you guys for doing that. For reals. Thank you. No, for sure. I really do appreciate that. Okay. Giving me the opportunity to go back and rekindle. How right. I felt and what I've been through, it's like, because I completely forgot about certain things. But mm-hmm. you guys having the courage to stand up or sit down or whatever you want to call it, but <laughs> having the courage to come over yes. here and 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 talk about your process and what you're going through and what you're what you've been through and what you're going through and what has happened, like, it takes a lot of courage. So I appreciate you guys doing that because also help me think about different things I've been through in my life and start to process that as well and realized oh not too far off i've been through similar things and i'm still going through it and mm-hmm. wow that's how i progress and yeah help me really reflect on my life so thank you both of you all right you guys it is a wrap you are here with the age forward podcast you can check us out at age forward on instagram or age forward on tiktok thank you for being here with us thank Bye. you so much for watching bye see y'all later bye. see y'all next episode <laughs>